Did you know Shopify doesn't allow more than 100 combinations of options on a product? Fortunately, there's a solution. Bold Product Options app, the number one options app on Shopify with more positive reviews than any other. And it allows you to create as many options on products as you want in every type you can imagine. File uploads, text fields, text areas, radio buttons, checkboxes, color swatches, date pickers, and a couple others I forgot. And it's a huge time saver because when you create your options, you can apply them to one product or an entire store, or an entire collection, or a particular product type, or any group of products you want with a single click, and you could save that option set to apply to any new products you add that need it. Now imagine trying to add gift wrapping option to every product in your store. Normally it would be a nightmare. With the Bold Options app, it's one click. It can even adjust prices, or those options can actually be products too. So for example, an option could be add the matching hat or add a protective case. And then when your customers select it, it actually adds the product in the checkout. It's a total power move to sell bundles, and it doesn't even feel like it to the customer. Now there's nothing worse than looking at a whole bunch of fields when you're buying a product. It scares customers away. They may not even need to be filled out. So product options adds conditional logic. It's this tool that lets you show or hide options based off what customers pick. For example, if you select custom engraving, then we only want to show the custom engraving text field after they've checked that, and so on. Now, if you need sophisticated options, or just more than the standard 100 variant limit, this is the app you need. You can get started today with a 60-day free trial by going to ethercycle.com bold. That's ethercycle.com bold. Additional support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from SEO Manager. You already know the benefits of SEO. The higher you rank in search, the more visitors you get, and more visitors means more sales, which means more money in your pocket. But how do you do it? That's where SEO Manager comes in. It helps Shopify store owners get found in search engines more easily, and it's trusted by thousands of store owners. No surprise there, it's equal parts power, innovation, and ease of use. Think of SEO Manager as your optimization toolbox. Here's some examples. It can scan your site for issues, offer keyword suggestions, add structured data support, analyze missing pages and redirects, and even integrate with Kit, plus a ton more tools to help you be easily found in Google searches. Best of all, it's easy to get started. You can get started in minutes, and their friendly support team is always on standby if you need help. Seriously, I have met them. They are the best. And as a special offer to you, you can get 10% off SEO Manager forever when you sign up at seomanager.com unofficial. That's seomanager.com slash unofficial. Hello and welcome to the unofficial Shopify podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Elster. Today, we're talking nothing but Black Friday prep. Some industry gossip will slip in here because we are with the original e-commerce authority, Ezra Firestone. Mr. Firestone, uh, I've heard you're not a guru and you hate this label. Let's let's talk about that. It's You know, guru has such a negative stigma. People think of gurus as creepy. People think of gurus as like, it's just like, if you get called a guru, you kind of feel icky. And I, I never labeled myself a guru. I was... One of the first, if not the first, sort of experts, e-commerce influencers who began documenting and sharing my experience with the world. And not, I didn't get this like, you know, um, 
authority because I was any kind of smart. I just saw what was happening with blogging back in 2005, six, seven. I saw the mommy bloggers. I saw, I saw what content marketing was and I started doing it because it sounded like fun. And then I got lucky that e-commerce took off. You know, I just happened to be in the e-commerce sector and then e-commerce took off. And so I'm definitely not a guru. Thank you very much. But I'll tell you what I do here. You want to talk about a guru. I hear from what I understand there's a new kid on the block. There's a new video influencer out there. There's a guy out here with drones, a guy out here with camouflage jackets, <laughs> a guy out here, old school, just took one of the old, the oldest trick in the book, driving around in a car, filming himself, talking, went to Disneyland. I hear there's a new video marketer in the game. Kurt Elster, ladies and gentlemen. I've been, I've been enjoying your content, man. I was telling you before we went, you know, that you're one of my favorite Twitter follows because not only do you have like industry gossip, you know, whatever's going down in the industry you're sharing, but you're also uh, commenting on and, and, and sort of like in your spot of, of hosting it, getting to relate with a bunch of folks in the industry. And so you're always com and I get to learn about different people in the industry or what's going on from following you. So I think you are the guru. Thank you very much. I'm just some guy. <laughs> uh, that means a lot to me. I like over the years. We have we've come to know each other, become friends. I okay, I sometimes I just text you to see what's going on, um, but yeah, that's tremendous validation for me. Because years ago, it was like I used to have clients approach me, and go, "Oh, like like here's this thing we got to do because Ezra Firestone suggested it," and I was just like, "All right, well, enough people are telling me we got to do this thing because Ezra said so, so we may as well try it and see what happens." And lo and behold, it was good advice. So I like, through experience, I discovered, "All right, I got to pay attention to this guy because he's making." My client's money. He's making me money. He knows what he's talking about. Your social media strategy, it sounds like, is the same one I'm using. It is simply working in public. Like I am, when I see something, when I'm proud of something, I share it. And I try to give you the insight on like, okay, I need to get out of my own head. I say, all right, here's why you should care about this. And I always call those my, my quick wins. And people love that where you're enabling people. Totally. And I know that this is about Black Friday, Cyber Monday. For all you e-commerce folks, we will get there. Sorry. <laughs> what I, what I want to just touch on is like, I feel like right now, we watched the phase of, of, of Google AdSense when I got into the game, and then Google AdWords, and then search engine optimization, and then Amazon optimization and businesses, and, and eBooks and private labeling, and, and Facebook ads, and Instagram ads, and Pinterest ads. We've kind of seen these waves, right? Right now, the business model that is available, agnostic of strategy of what you're selling, be it services like you or physical products and information like me or software, whatever you're selling, the business model is do something passionately well and document that. And then the group of people who is also interested in that thing, be it kettlebell workouts or whatever, will subscribe to and follow you. And then that group of people who's sharing that collective experience. In this case, that group of people who is interested in that will follow you. And if you can add value and demonstrate that you know what you're talking about, they will also buy stuff from you if you have things that are good for them. And this is the same model I use at Boom by Cindy Joseph. We do content that is about the experience of our consumers. So our consumers, 50 uh, and over women, they're having hormonal shifts in their body. Their hair is graying. Their skin is changing. Everybody is telling them that the aging process that they're going through is bad. Like, they're sharing these collective – there's a collective experience that's being shared by a group of people, and we put content in front of them that touches on that. And then those folks subscribe to us by simply consuming. 
that's the subscription because we can retarget the people who visit our articles, retarget the people who watch our videos, et cetera, et cetera, our Facebook fans and followers and YouTube subscribers. And those engaged subscribers are the ones who buy from us. And I think that right now that is the model in every market is con- obviously content marketing. I know you talk a lot about this, but especially like influencership, do it. If you have, you don't have to do this and you can make it without doing this. You can go full direct response or you can go full branded where there's not a person behind it. But if you have the desire or interest in building a following around a personal brand, it is so powerful. And we're seeing it at the highest levels, Goop and, you know, a lot of these um, physical product brands are now partnering with people who already have audiences, which is like old school as well. But I just feel like this has now become available to everyone. And you and I jumped on this many, many years ago, but it, it's definitely not too late. We're at the early stages of this of this style of business where any individual person in any particular space can create an audience by talking about and, and documenting what they're doing in that particular category. And I think that that model is a really powerful one and should be embraced more than some folks are even seeing. I have heard that within Shopify, it, like, it comes... From the top, from from Toby, the CEO, feels the core of checkout or the core of Shopify is the checkout. So don't mess with it. We saw that in you. People used to sideload garbage into the checkout by um, yeah. you could paste scripts into additional yep. Yep. into the page, yep. and people you could use JavaScript to rewrite how a page looks, and so they lock that down. So it's like okay, clearly they were actively defending the thing, and yep. you know, in the past you had to add cool stuff like subscriptions, really the only way was to rebuild the Shopify checkout, which is no easy task, replicate it. And now they finally added checkout extensions as a solution. You have a replacement checkout, and it does something very cool. It would click upsell. Talk to me about it. Yeah, well, so... So yeah, I mean, everything they do from multi-currency to integrations to a bunch of different gateways to integration to social networks, it's hard to keep up with them from a development perspective. And... Um, you know, what my app does is it extends the checkout and offers direct response functionality. One click upsells. We've got pre-purchase upsells coming. We've got card up. So we got all kinds of really fun upsell and cross-sell stuff. And what we are really looking for is a native integration. So we don't have to s- develop checkout to match all of Shopify's function, which is extremely difficult. And, and they announced they announced, that, they announced yeah, at Shopify Unite. you know, at Unite that this is coming. And I just think that that, for people like me, is a really great thing because and i've been i have been working and you know i know these guys from a long long time ago before they were this big giant company you know what i mean i was up at shopify i produced the first course for them for their e-commerce university back in 2012 or 2013 like I've, I've been with them you know and um it's really nice to know that 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 they are going to allow folks like me because it was either that or sh- we were going to get shut down one or the other and i really thought it was more likely that they were just going to boot us all and that would uh, i would have to fire 20 developers i would have to fire six or seven people on my support and and marketing team it was going to be really really rough so a little bit of industry gossip is that's you know all still in the works and um what other gossip do we have out there that shopify fulfillment network which is essentially their answer to fulfillment by amazon i started wondering is anyone actually on this you know, is this is don't this think PR? Yet they are. I don't well, think they are yet. I asked on Facebook and Twitter, and I found um, two or three separate people who are in the process of onboarding with it right now. They said okay. they haven't fulfilled anything yet. They're still setting it up and sending product to Shopify, but the onboarding process, they said, is so far very good. And just this week or last week, Shopify 
paid uh, many millions for this AI fulfillment software, which right, clearly, River Six. They changed River it to Six, Six River. Yeah, Six River. Uh, so clearly, that's for this uh, beefing up this fulfillment network. Dude, I think it was like four hundred and fifty million or something <gasps> like that. I think it was something Ooh. like that. And I really think it's like, listen, uh, every brand that I have that really has an identity that's really well oiled, that's really doing a good job. It's three to four years old, and I think we kind of got to give Shopify a little leeway to work out the kinks, to get organized. You know, maybe it's maybe they're so big and so fancy that it's not going to take them as long. But I don't think we can judge that uh, infrastructure or product for at least six months to twelve months. I agree. Yeah, it's certainly it's unfair to judge something so early. Especially, I think this is true of any new product launch, even like. Yeah, new hardware comes out, iPhones. Oh my gosh, don't be the guy that buys the first one. Wait, wait a couple months, get, you know, revision one of the hardware. Okay, that's, uh, trying to think I got any other industry gossip. La- last bit of gossip. Does anyone know what happened to MailChimp? Did they tank? Did their, are they, are they public? Did their stock go, what happened? MailChimp got the boot. They got, I mean, nobody, you don't want to frame it that way and whatever, but in my world, I'm all Shopify all day. There's no way to, um, like, let's just be transparent about the camp that I'm in. I'm in Camp Shopify. Shopify has changed my life. I love this company. I love everything they've done for me. I love the opportunity to collaborate with them. And it's like, I'm going to be in Camp Shopify because not only do I use them and not only are there a bunch of really amazing people who work at that company whose hearts are in the right places and all that. And sure, they have their ups and downs and their kinks and quirks as any big giant corporation does. But like, I'm team Shopify all day. And so what I want to know and not that I have anything, any like, you know, anything against MailChimp, but it's like MailChimp did what it took. They did everything it took to get the boot out of the ecosystem, as far as I can tell. And, and so I found what I, you need, like, uh, I, I, you know, I, I was not a fly, fly in the wall for these discussions, but Shopify's very forgiving when, if you, if you screw up in the ecosystem from every experience that I've seen, they, they say, hey, like, all right, here, they're, always good about it very professional like all right here's here's what you're doing wrong here's what you have to change please do it like i no universe do i think this happened uh unexpectedly i think they really did you know when they say they made an effort to work this out i my experience says that that's true and so but do we know i agree with you for sure because i've had things where they've been like hey dude like i don't think you know you're doing this but like this isn't cool and i'd be like oh my god i didn't know that wasn't cool let me stop that um do we know what happened to MailChimp? Because you, oh, this is one of the things on Twitter, is I found out from one of your Twitter posts that some yes. other company got the boot. And then I was like looking into it and I was like, oh my God, I integrate with this company. I better switch that integration. <laughs> Remember this? This Be- is a couple like Be Beekeating, right? They're like, uh, they were a big deal at one point, you know? And the, yeah, they, there was a, a supposed Shopify Plus outage that turned out to be uh, Beekeating script wasn't loading and it was preventing pages from rendering. Ooh, wow. and they didn't take responsibility for that. I think they did. Um, and then something else. I don't know what else they did that was upsetting. And then they also, um, if you look on Beaconing site, you can see they started building a Shopify clone. Like they started building their own e-commerce platform, which is fine. Well, this is the Mailchimp thing, dude. Yes. Why are you going to bite the hand that feeds you? Why are you going to try to dip into the cookie jar? Just do your thing alongside. I don't I don't get it. And 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 now that we have seen twice now in the span of 6 months that if you are a bad actor, you will stone cold get the boot. I'm happy like to see it. Got, 
I'm happy. You are to, happy to see it. Let I'm happy tell, to tell see if about. you're a bad actor, they'll toss you because it means they're it means that Shopify is putting merchant security and protection before their own profit because they get a. I'm sure that was a sizable amount of revenue that those beekeeping right. apps generated for them. It's essentially passive income for them, and for them to say, "All right, well, this isn't in the best interest of merchants. You got to go." Yeah, I, that. <laughs> They probably saw That's a good thing. from they probably saw from Clavio that merchants won't leave Shopify. They'll just leave Mailchimp to and go to Clavio. <laughs> oh, Anyways, all right, should we go into black? Yeah, Dude, sorry, we'll talk about right, Clavio. Yeah. How about Clavio coming up in the game? I was uh, I was supposed to speak at their um, Clavio Boston conference, but it, it didn't work out this year. But um, I'll be there. I, I use them. I love them. Yeah, my team will be there, so we'll maybe connect you guys. Let's discuss Black Friday. Number one. Tell me, why should I care? Why should I listen to Ezra Firestone, what he has to say about Black Friday? Well, um, every year for the past, since let's say 2016, I have done between 4 and $5 million in revenue in November and December. And uh, I have been running Black Friday, Cyber Monday promotions since 2008. I have been literally figuring out what the best system structure, sales process, email process, advertising process, multi-channel retargeting process, sales page, landing page, uh, uh, you know, anticipation process works for this sale event. Because if you are like me and you are an e-commerce merchant through and through, you understand the power that exists in this buying season, the, the cultural and societal um, conditioning that we receive that this is the time to buy gifts and share gifts from the Christmas to all the holidays to the all that to purchasing for ourselves to make ourselves feel good like this is when if you just look at where the money is flowing in e-commerce the e-commerce sector the the and I'm, I'm maybe for retail too I don't really understand the retail market as much but this is when the money the opportunity for sales is at its highest in most markets and so you know, I've been a, a an online merchant with my own e-commerce store since early 2007. So I've now been doing this for 12 years straight, and every year for me, my Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales have done better. And so, what do you expect to do this year? You know, projections are difficult. So this year, I expect my holiday sales to be up 30% year over year from last year. So last year, I can pull up my analytics here. It might take me a second. Are you frozen, or are you still hearing me? I can still hear you. You cut out a little bit, but I got. Uh, the goal is to do a 30% improvement. And I know you told me what you did last year when we talked previously, but I, it was sizable. I don't recall what it was. So basically, you know, from we do a pre-sale campaign. So what we've discovered is that 80 to 90% of our sales on Black Friday, Cyber Monday come from warm audiences. We are not really a big cold audience or gifting business. So basically, you know, we've found that 80 to 90% of our sales, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like true kind of um, monetization comes from warm audiences, which is past buyers, past email subscribers, past fans and followers, past website video visitors. So we really structure our sale to kind of um, monetize that audience. And some businesses have a much more cold audience strategy for the holiday sale. But for us, I'm going to just show you what we do. And yes, we do still run some, obviously we're running cold ads all of those months and those work too. And, uh, you know, we're doing gift and all, we're doing all that kind of stuff. But, but the real bulk of the value comes from the engagement of the past buyers and subscribers. So we run a pre-sale campaign from Friday, 11, eight this year, it'll be Friday, 11, eight, November 8th to Thanksgiving, Thursday, November 28th. And it will be three dedicated emails and it will be a whole bunch of ads. 
And these dedicated emails will kind of introduce and educate the audience on what and what sort of our brand is. And it, there'll be sort of sub-themes on our pro-age messaging and beauty within. Um, you know, it'll be about affirmations. And all of this will be going to an early bird opt-in page where it's like, hey, here's a little bit of content. And oh, by the way, we've got this really big sale coming up and you should opt in to be the first to hear about it. Because what we've discovered is that when we build anticipation for a sale event, it performs almost double. People really like the idea of knowing about something in advance and then waiting for it and then engaging with it. And so in particular, all of the buyers that are really going to, um, you know, move, maybe buy once or even twice over the holiday sale, they're going to engage on the Black Friday through Cyber Monday weekend. And then we've got a bunch of sub campaigns after that. So campaign number one, is uh, 11.8 to 11.28, three to four dedicated emails to the list, PSs, and when we're not sending a dedicated email to go join the early bird list, all the content that we send out, our blog posts, things like that, there's a PS image at the bottom of that in the email that links over to the early bird opt-in page. And we've got four or five sub-themes because what we used to do is like, hey, the sale's going on, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, buy it, yay, 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 and then hey, you know, um, transition into, hey, the holidays are coming up and make sure you get your orders before the shipping you know deadline. Hey, this is your last chance. It was all about the sale. This year, we're sub-theming it. So basically, we've got our pre-launch campaign, and then we've got Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Friday 11-29 through Monday 12-2 or December 2nd. And that is 10 dedicated emails, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We're sending 10 dedicated emails and two emails that are content emails with PS images in it. And um, I think it's three emails Black Friday, uh, email set, say three emails Black Friday, two emails Saturday, two emails Sunday, and three emails on Monday. So it's a total of 10 emails over that five-day period, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four-day period. And we have found that emailing that heavy works extremely well with two of those emails, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, being content emails that have the PS images in them, not being straight sales emails. So they're not just but, straight promo emails. You're still doing well, like, two hey. Of the ten, two of the 10 are not straight promo emails. All okay. emails on Black Friday, all emails on Cyber Monday are straight promo. Saturday, Sunday is one straight promo and one content with a PS image. And you know, the, the idea there is to reintroduce our brand, tell our story. Uh, what what are our affirmations? What does empowerment mean to us as a company? What are we committed to as a company? While other companies are, are pushing overconsumption and a going out of business sale type of creative, we're going to be pushing feel good about who you are and what you're buying and buy as a reward uh, to yourself, which is why our people buy our stuff. Our people don't buy our stuff as, as you know, um, uh, gifts for other people. And we're going to highlight our sustainability efforts because we know that our, our, our audience cares about that. We're going to um, show that our customers love our products and use a ton of social proof. And so it's really going to be our boom brand campaign, sustainability and customer engagement in terms of, um, you know, testimonials and stuff. And we're going to use a lot of gift imagery. We're also going to be running ads that are themed for Black Friday, ads that are themed for Cyber Monday. And our ads are, um, you know, anyone who visits our holiday landing page from email or ads, we're retargeting them. We're retargeting people on YouTube and Google Display Network. We're running awareness ads to our sale to pass buyer subscribers and fans on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube as well. So we're kind of using this cross-channel, both awareness and retargeting platform, to, uh, retargeting advertising to all of our cold and uh, warm audiences uh, for that sale, sale event in addition to our emails. Okay. So, so one of the other things that we do is, of course, on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we are calling out and promoting in the emails and promoting on the offer page our most popular and our highest margin items because for us, it's an opportunity to make profit. 
Everybody's so focused on revenue. I would rather have lower revenue, higher profit. So I'm pulling out my more profitable products and I'm pushing those up to the top of the emails and stuff. Okay. Now we've now at, we did our pre-sale from um, November 8th to November 28th. We came out hard body, hard body on um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday from November 29th to December 2nd. Now the next phase of our campaign is our holiday sale phase, which is Tuesday, December 3rd through Monday, December 9th. It has eight emails. Two of those emails have PS images and the concept is uh, add color to your life. Our, our hero product is, so it's a whole new concept. It's like we're focusing on one of our products, our, our hero product. And we're going to obviously link to the to the uh, you know sale page because we always do a sale landing page. It's got a countdown timer that shows your coupon, that shows off our bundles. I mean, it's like a kind of a pre-sale holiday sale page that we can link to individual product offer pages. And we can talk a lot about how we optimize those. We build those templates in our Zipify pages landing page builder. And we have a mobile version, a desktop version, fast loading, yada, yada. But anyways, um, the concept is really a monochromatic shot campaign, all based off the shade of our current product. Little mini demos, how to use the product, how to use it just off the plane, how to use it before a family dinner, how to use it for a night out. And the campaign will really focus on our Boomstick Color, which is our hero product, and why it is the star of our product line. It will communicate the ease and simplicity of the use of that. And so we've got a bunch of different creative ideas for it and tutorials. It's all going to be about this core hero product and a bunch of different ways to use it and why it's awesome. Okay, so that's a sub campaign. Now we're not really saying, hey, go get a big percentage off. Hey, yada, yada. I mean, yes, you get 10% off during the holiday or whatever we're giving and we'll mention that, but it's really about this particular product. And then we move into, by the way, if you buy once, I'll get to that. You're removed from all these rest of these emails. If you bought once, you're not getting these second and third and fourth campaigns. If you bought... During Black Friday, Cyber Monday, something else is happening. So if you bought during campaign one, you were on the pre-sale list, then we did Black Friday, Cyber Monday campaign over those emails and ads, and you bought, you're excluded from ads, and you're excluded from emails for the second, third, fourth, fifth campaign, and I'm doing something else to you or with you. I'm communicating you in a different way. So, okay, now we move to our third campaign, which is December 10th through December 14th, and this is where we make a lot of our money. This is the standard shipping deadline. If you want, we don't give free shipping. A lot of people do, and they miss out on the opportunity to, um, you know, to do this. And if they do give free shipping, fine, but you can still run this campaign. A ton of our money is made on what's called Green Monday, or well, there's a date between this, usually between December 10th and December 15th. I think it falls on Wednesday the uh, 11th this year. But basically, it's the last time you can order with standard ground shipping. And uh, receive your product in time for the holiday gifting period or for yourself. And so we basically do nine dedicated emails from December 10th through December 14th where we're highlighting each email dives really deep into one specific product. So the way we did that second campaign that was all about one product, now we do nine emails over the course of 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, five days where it's all about every one of our other products, nectar, silk, cotton, gold. And every one of those emails is like, here's what this thing is. Here's why it's awesome. Here's how you use it and go get it. And then it links over to that individual product page, probably bypassing the holiday sale page. Okay. That's the third campaign. Now, Fourth, are, do you, should I keep going or do you? Or I... <laughs> I have so many follow-ups, but no, we're we're on the third campaign here. Keep going. Let's get all of it. All right. You're late. You're literally. This is the strategy you're going to use this November, December. That's right. Yeah. You're this laying my, out it, your exact Black Friday strategy for us. 
Okay, yeah, so I would, I can't possibly stop you. Hold up. We'll hear more after this quick break. Support for this podcast comes from Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your Shopify store. It works with your existing email and chat tools, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler provides on-demand, U.S.-based customer service specialists to answer your customers' most common questions. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat with 24-7 Simpler specialists. Find out more at simpler.ai. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I. And now back to the show. Hit me. There's, it's nuanced in that there's things we're doing on the ad side. There's things we're doing on the landing page side. There's things we're doing on the upsell, cross-sell side. There's, there's nuance here, but this is a high level of the, of the sort of energetic promotional strategy. This is what I can give in a podcast. Okay. Fourth campaign. We're at December 16th now. Let me recap the campaigns. Campaign one, 11, eight through 1128 pre-sale get on the early bird list campaign two, open the sale black friday cyber monday friday 1129 which is black friday through monday 12 2 that is cyber monday campaign three uh holiday sale 12 3 sort of introducing hey we're gonna have a holiday sale it's not about black friday cyber monday it's now about the holidays 12 3 to 12 9 really focusing on our hero product whole bunch of different co- uh content about that eight emails now i just went over campaign four standard shipping deadline tuesday 12 10 to saturday 12 14 nine emails, one about each product. Now, we have Monday 12.16 to Thursday 12.21, the two-day shipping deadline. Six dedicated emails with two PS images. Every one of these campaigns has content, not just emails about the sale. We're, we're mixing in content as well. So two of those six emails have uh, content emails going to our blog with PSs about the sale. And it's the same idea as the holiday opener that was about color, but it's about our second most popular stick, which is our Glow product. Same thing, six emails all about one individual product that we did not highlight in the previous campaign, standard shipping, that showed off a bunch of our products. We didn't highlight this one. This one is saved for your two-day shipping deadline. So while we're saying this product's amazing, here's all about how to use it, we're also saying last chance to get this with two-day shipping. Okay, now here's where last year, everyone stops there. Last year, and this is our, let me just count them, it might be our sixth campaign, so pre-sale (laughs) pre-sale to get you on the early bird list, opt-in, optimizing for the opt-in objective, getting email leads. Uh, We also run that to cold traffic and we get a whole bunch of email leads from cold traffic that we monetize in January, February, March. That's a a nuance that I didn't mention, kind of a sub-level of what we're doing with that early bird. We're going out to cold with that, even though we don't intend them to buy over the holiday. Okay. Then we have Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Then we have the holiday sale opener. Then we've got the standard shipping, which goes over all the different email uh, individual products. Then we've got the two-day shipping. Now, this is the sixth and final campaign, and it is from December 24th through December 31st, and it is our New Year's sale where we're basically saying, hey, you know, this is your last chance to buy before the new year. You can still get this holiday discount. Of course, if you bought in any one of those other campaigns, you don't, um, you know, you don't, uh, um, what do you call it? You don't, you're not going to get these emails, but last year, I just want to show you last year from December 24th to December 31st, 2018, we generated $467,000 in revenue at 55% at 55% of those people being repeat buyers. So this campaign works extremely well and nobody runs it. And it's like last chance to buy before the end of the year. We weave in a sub theme about 2020 empowerment. We, you know, say, Hey, set yourself up on the right foot for the next year. A lot like the fitness people do. And the December 24th through December 31st, last chance to buy and get your discount before the end of the year crushes. And nobody does that. That's our sixth campaign. Now, I mentioned, and this is the last thing I'll do before I answer any questions, Jeb. I mentioned that 
we, um, if you bot in any one of the campaigns, you get removed from the main list. But we do what is known as a discount ladder automation to 1x buyers during the sale. So you bought Black, let's say you bought Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which is going to exclude you from all the rest of the campaigns, right? You will still get the blog post ones. Each one of those campaigns had content emails, right? With PSs about the sale. So if you bought once, you'd still receive those. So you might receive six emails over the month that were all content, but you already did your buying on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So you're not getting the promotions for those other campaigns. Are you, you with me? Yes. Okay. So three days after you bought the first time, you get an automation email that says, hey, we really appreciate you purchasing. Maybe it's 72 hours. I think it's or 48 hours. It's either 48 or 72. I have to look at our automation. Hey, we really appreciate that you bought once. You know, you, you're just so happy that you did that. Because you bought once, we want to offer you the opportunity to get an even bigger discount. For the next 72 hours only, you can get 15% off instead of you got 10 the first time. For making your second purchase, you can give it to a friend. You can buy it for yourself. You can buy something you always wanted. The biggest discount we will ever offer, you only have 72 hours. And then we ping them day one, and then day two, we send two emails, and then day two, we, day three, we send three emails. And this is happening concurrently. Every campaign that happens, every person that buys in campaign one, campaign two, campaign three, campaign four, campaign five, a few days later is getting this, uh, what I call a discount ladder, because it's a bigger discount than the first one, uh, coupled with a deadline. And that converts 10 to 15% of 1x buyers by a second time. Hmm. So you really, you're doing everything you can to extend customer lifetime value here. Yeah. And of course, we're also running ads to those people with that same communication. We This is a uh, omni-channel communication. So yes, email is our biggest driver, but everything that's happening in emails, every one of these sub-campaigns has ad creative that matches it, that goes to the group during the correlated times. So, so in so. Clavio, when you make a segment, so the segment that uh, that's getting these emails, you can also sync those to Facebook as a custom audience, and then you remarket to that custom audience with uh, uh, an ad and creative that matches what they see in the email. So and that's across not just Facebook, not just Instagram, but also YouTube, Google Display Network, and then of course we've got our branded search and Google Shopping and you know what have you. So the total number of touch points here are wild. Once you enter the the boom funnel i'm gonna hear from ezra literally dozens of times well you know i think last year we sent 37 dedicated email blasts between black friday and the end of the year or maybe it was 45 but um you know uh some of those were to unopens because we also mail to unopen so basically we communicate a whole lot and we get away with it because most of the year we're adding value we only run a sale every six weeks and when we do run a sale, sometimes it's not even a discount. It's just like a new product announcement. So there's not a lot of ways to buy from us at a discount. And because we're constantly offering value and constantly doing blog content and yada, yada, like we can get away with a very aggressive holiday campaign and it works extremely well for us. So the trick to being able to send 30 to 40 emails for the holidays is to provide a whole bunch of value upfront. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've convinced myself of that, but maybe also one of the things that we think is like, Dude, nobody gets your freaking emails. Everybody gets 150 emails a day. They don't see the first one that came in. They just see the third one. You know, that's why we go 7 a.m., 5 p.m., 10 p.m. to open our sale and close our sale for Black Friday, for Cyber Monday, for each one of these kind of sub campaigns. We'll have two or three emails to open and close because, dude, people don't see them. Hmm. I have given up on, as a consumer, I've given up on email. I don't, I, 
I don't use it for my business. I only use Slack and, and people email my customer support desk. And occasionally I go in there and see who's selling me stuff. But it's like, I think most people, I think like while email still is the biggest driver of revenue, you can email a lot more than you think you can without pissing people off because it just gets buried. A hundred percent. You could send way more emails than you think without uh, creating an issue, especially when you're, you're providing value. Um, so you've got your whole 2019 strategy laid out. It's early September. I've been I've been beating this drum starting in the summer. Hey, you got to start. You need to start at least thinking about Black Friday. And then in August, we recorded an episode. We called it um, "Start Play to Have Your Best Black Friday Ever." Start now. We sent that email out. That had one of the highest unsubscribe rates of any email I've sent. People don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear like, "Listen, you need to start." Because I think black, like email marketing campaigns at Black Friday feels like homework. You know, we talked a lot about that passion is a, an unfair advantage that you have. But then, like, you got to do the campaigns and start early to get it done right, and that feels like homework. What, what are your thoughts? Well, look, man, I am in this not only because I love it and I enjoy it, and I think that one of the things you said, like one of the counterpoints I would make is you were talking about you got to be passionate. And my viewpoint is passion comes from doing something. Humans like winning behavior. They like when they do well at something. If you do something long enough, you get good at it, and then you fall in love with it because you're good at it because that's a cycle that you win at, and we like winning cycles. So I feel like, yes, that is true, and I also feel like you can be passionate about anything you decide to put your attention on. What I think about your last statement of people feel like it's homework, it's like, dude, I'm in this to make money. I'm in this to take care of my family. I'm in this to pay my employees better. I'm in this to make great products. I'm in this to serve the world unselfishly and profit, and if you ignore Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and don't prepare for it, and don't create good assets, and don't create a cohesive theme, and don't think about your advertising strategy and your email strategy, and don't have your copy written, well, you're just going to make less money than you could. And if that is the situation that you want to find yourself in, fine. But why would you do that? Why not take advantage of the statistically proven time of year where you could make the most money by sending more emails than you think you should, planning your strategy? Doing your ads, yeah. Look, we this they call it work for a reason. It is work. It's not easy. It takes energy and effort. But it's like, dude, there's almost nothing that you could focus on that would be more profitable for the time you spend on it. If you're an e-commerce merchant with any kind of following, I, I think that uh, that is a silly attitude from these imaginary people. Or I guess not imaginary because they unsubscribe <laughs> unsubscribe from you. But I feel like that is just a misguided and silly response to, hey, get your shit together and get your holiday sale in order is they're going to bail on you. You probably don't want them on your list anyways. Good point. So this year we've got an even – we have shorter deadlines. The way the calendar falls, we have less time than ever. Does that change your approach this year? Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Um, you know, we have a week, I think it's a week less or something like that, the way it works out. Uh, I don't know if it will change how effective things are. What I do know is that our strategy is iterative, and this is an iteration on last year's strategy, as every other year has been. With everything that we learn, we then ideate about how we think we could make it better, and we implement that. So our strategy is quite similar. We've got a pre-sale and a bunch of sub-campaigns and ads and emails that support that, and then a whole bunch of nuance about what communications we're making when and why, which is what makes the thing work, what products we're promoting, what deadlines we're using, how we're doing our couponing, where it's like a different coupon for each sub-campaign that expires 
by the sub-campaign date. It's not one coupon. That way our countdown timers can be related to the particular sub-campaign. You know what I mean? It's like there's nuance that is about this strategy, but our strategy is the same, you know. Let's break down, because I don't want to overwhelm people, and I think that's, over and over I've heard that's like the number one thing that merchants struggle with is, is feeling overwhelmed because there's so much out there, there's so much opportunity, you find yourself kind of spinning your wheels and not getting anywhere. If we were to break, if you had to break your strategy down to like, this is the skeleton version, that this is the bare minimum work you got to put in to do, what would that look like? How, like, when... Buy Zipify pages. Got it. Copy my early bird opt-in and early bird thank you templates. Build out a holiday early bird list and opt-in page. Do email and add traffic to your warm audiences to go there and subscribe. Then open the sale on Black Friday with three emails, 7 a.m., 5 p.m., 10 p.m., you know. Um, run ads to the same audiences you're emailing. Send at least one email Saturday, at least one email Sunday, and then... Send three emails Cyber Monday, 7 a.m., 5 p.m., 10 p.m., local time if possible, opening and closing the Cyber Monday sale, run ads that day, and then have at least two to three other deadlines that you do two to three emails on those days. Even if you did nothing else, you'll get 80% of the way there. Hey, this is your last chance for standard shipping for our holiday sale, three emails. Hey, this is your last chance for two-day shipping, holiday sale, three emails on that day. Hey, you know, uh, we're running a uh, New Year's sale, last chance to buy before the New Year three emails that day, run ads the whole time, you're mostly there. And in that strategy, do I want to be setting up segmenting so when someone makes a purchase, they don't, let's say they, they get the 7 a.m. email, they make a purchase, they then do not get the 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. emails? Ideally, you are pulling out buyers. You can create a segment in Clavio of people who bought between X date and X date. You know, you can say people who bought between Black Friday and the end of the year, even if the end of the year hasn't happened, and then you can have that dynamically populating, and then you can exclude those people from all your emails. And I would do the work of setting up the automation that offered 1x buyers a, you know, the trigger to enter the automation is bought is the is the list or the segment of bought once between this date and this date. I would set up the three-day automation of buy a second time, get a bigger discount, here's the deadline. I would do that work as well because that's really profitable. So yeah, I mean, it's basically like early bird, Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale, a few deadlines, and your end of the year sale. And you could do those all on one day. You know, you could do three emails in one day for each of those deadlines to engage, and then the end of the year, and then your three email automation that happens once they buy once. Supplement that with ads, and you've got a real good structure. I love the the discount ladder. I had not thought of doing that. It's really good. Like if Dude, you've got someone who's purchased, give them the opportunity to buy again. Why not? Bigger discount works so well. You know. Uh, yeah. Give me give me your wisdom. I want the the crash course on subject lines. I think that's the hardest thing to write. So you know we use Clavio um, to split test subject lines on a campaign level. So if we're running a uh, sale campaign, like let's say through Black, from Black Friday through Cyber Monday, or it's for 10 days, it's launching a new product. We will have a thesis of, you know, emojis in the subject line versus no emojis in the subject line, capital letters in the subject line versus no capital letters, customer quotes versus ownership benefit statements. We'll have a thesis and then we'll test that. And I think that that is a better uh, piece of advice because each group of people, like Boom's people do not respond to emojis. Smart hmm. marketers people do respond to emojis. Well, Boom's people are older women, 50 and over, and Smart Marketers people are millennials, right? So it's like, what works is based on the audience. I would say, 
find a thesis of emojis versus not, caps versus not, customer testimonials versus not, questions versus curiosity statements, whatever, you know, some idea of what you want to test and test that on six to 10 emails over a week in a given campaign, either blog content or otherwise, and start to find out what resonates with your audience. And that was also the the same advice given by um, master email marketers uh, at Chubby's who said, hey, we just, every email campaign that goes out, we split test the offer, the content, and the subject uh, before before it goes out. So we don't have to wonder what will and won't work. We just go and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And we do the same thing with our content, you know, text emails versus HTML emails, short copies versus long copy, buttons versus text links. You know, we'll do that on a campaign basis as well. And uh, what what's the one thing that like that will make or break someone this Black Friday? Um, you know, a lot of people just don't do enough. They don't send enough emails. They don't have their ad budgets high enough. They don't have a really nice holiday pre-sale page built in Zipify pages that's optimized for mobile, that loads fast, that shows off their products, that has a countdown timer, that has the discount present. They're not automatically applying the discount with a link when someone clicks the coupon so the person doesn't have to – someone clicks a link in their email. It auto-applies the discount. You can do that in Klaviyo through a, dynamic, uh, a dynamically applied coupon code rather than making them copy the code and paste it in at the cart. You know, these kind of things. You touched on landing pages there. Talk to me I, when I'm set, I've got I'm running these remarketing ads that match my emails. I'm sending out 30, 40 emails. Where is all that traffic going to on my website? Ideally, you have a holiday pre-sale page, which you can think of as a stylized collection page that highlights in order your most popular items, your most profitable items, your bundles, etc. Right in either rows of three or rows of four on mobile rows of, you know, uh, columns, two columns with two products or one, you know, column with one product that has a countdown timer that, that shows when it's going when it's going away and somehow themed, styled to match the ads and the emails so it all feels coherent and cohesive from a design perspective, which could be as simple as a hero banner at the top. I have templates and Zipify pages and that is faster loading and has less content on mobile than it does on desktop. Zipify Pages also allows you to build a mobile tablet and desktop version of your page with all different content. And we send all of our traffic to this uh, hero kind of pre-sell page, which is a styled category page, essentially. And that way, we can retarget people who visit that and don't make a purchase rather than just doing our traditional you know, dynamic product ads retargeting. It can be holiday sale specific retargeting. We know they were part of the holiday sale. We know they visited that page, and that works really well for us. I want to hear. I want to hear more about what's what's new at Zipify, right? Your your Shopify uh, app development company. But bef- is there before we get into that? Is there anything about Black Friday I missed? Uh, you know, I feel like we did a pretty good overview of it. Yeah, I just I am so thrilled that you were able to to break down. Hey, this is what our campaign looks like in detail. Here's what a successful campaign looks like because you know from a decade of experience uh going into it that this will very likely work so hearing that and being able to hear it in september is very uh is is telling and inspiring and i appreciate you for sharing it with us clearly you have abundance mentality which i appreciate um hey man i'm trying to help as many you know i believe in my tagline serve the world unselfishly and profit man like if i'm trying to be in a role of service I love our community. I love what e-commerce merchants do. I always try to buy from merchants rather than on Amazon. Like I want to be a good supporter of this community and I feel a lot of responsibility of like, 
you know, somehow or another, I have convinced 300,000 people on the internet to listen to me. And I'm like, kind of surprised by that. And also I want to continue to do the work to like serve them well so that I keep my audience. And I feel like the way to do that is to stay humble and have integrity and do as good as you can and talk about what's working. And like the people who resonate with the stuff I have to say, well, buy my apps and buy my courses and, you know, tell them their friends about me and stuff like that. So like, um, yeah, I feel, you know, like the more you share, the better, you know? Absolutely. It, it's interesting. Occasionally people, uh, in the community will ask me, Oh, like, you know, Ezra Firestone, what's he, what's he really like? And I have the, the wonderful, it puts me in the wonderful position to say, He's not full of shit in the slightest. As he presents himself is exactly who he is. Why do we always assume people are different from their public personas? That let's I guess it's such a common thing because I, I get that feedback a lot of like, yeah, man, I didn't expect you to actually be nice or cool. You know, like when I meet people, I'm like, well, why not? Like, what do you what am I just like, how would I bullshit that well? Is what I want to know. Is that a thing? Are it would be that harder good? to bullshit it than just to be yourself. Okay. Final question. Dude, we've been going. I know. This is great. No, you go all day. It, it's amazing. Uh, what's new? What's new with Zipify? Because you've got, I mean, you've got so, many, so many businesses. You've got fingers in every pie. You've talked a lot about Zipify as it relates to a, a tool, a superpower for your business, for these sales. Uh, tell me about it. What's new? What, what's coming out? What can I expect? So, so Zipify Pages, which is our landing page builder application, um, Boy, are we ever at stride with our, we finally figured out uh, development sprints in a new way where we're just, you know, our plan for the features and then our design and our development and our QAing and our testing and our rolling them out. We're going at a new clip. We've got our dynamic buy box element, which is everything we've learned about the buy box, how to have that part of the page where the person is the carousel and then all the related items next to the carousel where the person actually clicks the add to cart button. We got size charts now. We've got cool. mobile layout functionality. We've got the ability for you to turn on and off elements on the desktop slash mobile version. Uh, it's so cool. And that is currently only publishing into the forward slash pages extension. And uh, so we're really, you know, we're not really taking over people's product pages. Rather, we're being kind of, you know, landing pages, sale pages. A lot of people are using our pages as their actual product pages and not using the forward slash products extension, but that is going to come to forward slash products very soon, uh, which is really exciting. We've added the ability to make 404 uh, sections. We've added a bunch of really cool social giveaway and product launch and long form sales page templates. We've done a whole lot with localization as it relates to countdown timers and our CRN opt-ins. Hmm. Um, we've added new styles for our button elements where you can do the outline with the clear inside like the the button the very common popular design aesthetic of a button outline with with a clear cl with a clear inside and then text we've got that now um we've um we've added a bunch in terms of the uh tracking functionality with a native facebook pixel integration now coming where we'll be able to fire pixels on your behalf like lead events and all kinds of events i mean we already work natively with shopify's uh, Facebook pixel integration. We got a lot coming that way. We can now delay the um, delay the uh, uh, appearance of a block. Like, let's say you've got a sales video for on a pre-sale page, and you want someone to watch like two minutes of it before you pop the add to cart button or something like that. You can now delay the appearance of a block on the page if you're doing more direct response style stuff. We integrate with GoToWebinar now for the information marketers, so you can have an opt-in page where someone opts in and it auto registers them to a webinar. That's more for like not e-commerce people. Right. Um, man, we've got so much stuff that has been um, 
our, our WYSIWYG better is so much better. Our WYSIWYG editor is so much better. Our video element section, you can now do outlines on the video. We've got our opt-in forms that are optimized for mobile. So it might be like image on the left, opt-in box on the right on desktop, but then it's like opt-in box on the top and image on the bottom on mobile. And like, we're just making it better. We've got this really cool new FAQ block. A lot of people use it now to like have their buy box and then their content is not long form. It's in our FAQ accordion block where it's like you, it has the first one expanded. It has your content and then it's got the other blocks that you can expand underneath it. So we have that style now for mobile, which is very popular amongst apparel, really apparel brands that have like sizing and whatever, you know what I mean? They don't yeah, want like it all sizing, down the page. care guide as yeah. opposed to making like a really long page. Yeah. So, you know, um, we got a lot of stuff. You can see it all on the Zipify blog, but Anything else before we wrap it up? I mean, where can I go to learn more about Ezra Firestone? You can go to smartmarketer.com. You can follow me on Instagram where all the, the all of it seems to be happening at, at Ezra Firestone on Instagram. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash meet Ezra, if that's your jam. Uh, I blog at smartmarketer.com. You can find me at Zipify, Z-I-P-I-F-Y apps on the Shopify app store or zipify.com. Um, you know, Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. I love the community that you've built here. I love your podcast and, um, always fun to hang out and talk. Thank you, Ezra. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, let's, let's all hope everybody has an amazing Black Friday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It's time. Get ready. All right. Start working on it now. It will pay off. I promise. Big news from our friends at out of the sandbox this month. Their newest theme just launched. It's called flux. And it's for those of us who loved all the bells and whistles in Turbo, but thought, I need more of this. That's where Flex is a game changer for you. It can be configured in an endless number of ways, thanks to more layout and section options than ever, more granular control of settings, and easy addition of custom CSS through the theme editor. It's perfect for development agencies like ourselves, as well as e-commerce entrepreneurs like you looking to create a unique online store experience for your customers. Now here's the coolest part. Flex has a new Demo Shop Import feature that allows you to fast-track your shop setup based on any of 12 demo shops. You get all of the theme settings, layouts, content, and sections used in that demo shop of your choice applied automatically to your store. You can check Flex out right now at outofthesandbox.com. And if you like it, take 20% off the purchase price when you use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's outofthesandbox.com and code PODCAST20. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.